I like the fact that she's not 21, that she's 60. I am yes. so sick of reading these adult fantasies where the main character is under 25 years old. Can, mm-hmm. Most of the people reading these books are not in their 20s. Can we at least get a heroine that is older than 30, at least, please? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hosts, Dawn and Ashley. And today we will be reviewing A Broken Blade by Melissa Blair. If you are new here, welcome. What we do is Ashley and I read the book. We do not discuss it with each other before this podcast, so I have no idea if she loved it or hated it, and vice versa. And then we will give a quick synopsis of the book. We will give our rating, we will do a spoiler-free review, and then we will go into spoilers and we will let you know when we do that so that you will not be spoiled. All right, so A Broken Blade is from the Halfling Saga. I don't know how many books are this. I think it's three. The third one is coming out soon. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't. I, I, I thought they like saw, well, no, that's me. The I second like, one is out. And I think I it just came out this it. year. I'm reading it, so. I had it on hold in Libby, and then I let it lapse because I'm a lazy, lazy ass. And so, oh. yeah. So I got to put it back on hold. All right. Yes, you do. Um. All right. So A Broken Blade is about Kiera, and she is a killer. As the King's Blade, she is the most talented spy in the kingdom and the King's favorite assassin. When a mysterious figure moves against the crown, Kira is called upon to hunt down the so-called shadow. She tracks her sha- she tracks her target into the magical lands of the Fae, but Fae land is not what it seems, and neither is the shadow. Kira is shocked by what she learns and can't help but wonder who her enemy truly is, the king that destroyed her people, or the shadow that threatens the peace. As she searches for answers, Kira is haunted by a promise she made long ago, one that will test her in every way. To keep her word, Kara must not only save herself, but an entire kingdom. All right, Ashley, what did you rate A Broken Blade? I think we kind of spoiled how we rated this book because we're both like, oh my God, did you read book two? I read book two. I'm going to get book two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whoops. I know. It's terrible. Um, I gave it a 4.5, actually. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I, because it's, I'm, I'm a... If a book draws me in in the first 20 pages and I can't literally put it down because I want to keep like reading to see where we get to, it's automatically in the forest for me. Like, okay. and then it's just how the story progresses like from there. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I gave it a four and I'm going to say in our dislikes why I gave it a four and not something higher because it was going to be a four. I don't know if it's ever going to be a four and a half, but it was going to be like a four two five. But then something happened at the end and I was just like, and we'll talk about that now. So let's get to our dislikes. <laughs> so Ashley, what is your first dislike? Um. Okay. So I think, and this is for me because Ashley is a world building queen. Okay. I, 
I am. That's just who I am. The world building is done well. It's complex. However, this is a big however. The differences between, like, the different species, meaning, like, elves and fae and what distinguishes them, it's, it's very blurred lines sometimes, and it doesn't make it to where it's... Um, unique enough for me to remember so i constantly am like is that an elf is that a fae i don't know all i know is that if they are something of a higher entity their blood is not red like that's all i know so it's that part for me i struggled with because um there are so many different species that you have to like know and understand like the you know why they're separated and why like there is this discriminatory behavior um from the king and stuff like that and i'm like it's but you're not giving me clear defined lines all i know is that like both of them are kind of subject to the king doesn't like them or whatever (laughs) um that was my my biggest gripe with the book personally what about you i agree with you but i thought it was just because i don't know fae or elf lore i don't know the canon and so i thought that's why i wasn't understanding the difference but i know you do kind of because i know you like fairies i don't know about elves but i know you like fairies so yeah i was like okay so the elves don't have power yeah but the fae do Mm -hmm. and the halflings are half elf because they have the ears and half human Yeah, so they're okay. so they're half um, mortal and half not is what a half leg is. Okay, but it is said that the um, to bring this more to light, it is said that the like oh how how do I want to say this? Um, halflings are basically childs of child the child of mortals and elves or fays. It, or they have elf and fae somewhere in their ancestry. So that, so like the defining factor is their blood and how they bleed. There isn't really a difference other than like the fae, especially the light fae, have power, if you will. But other than that, I mean, we're not really sure what, and the dark fae do, but we don't know what that is because no one's really said um, what it is. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just chalked that up to my own ignorance. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think it is your ignorance. I think it is just, that's what I mean by like, I think it was just poorly stated the difference in them. But maybe we'll get more of it. I don't know. That's why I'm reading book two. Yeah. (laughs) All right. My Um, biggest issue was Kira makes a really big decision like 30% into the book and we'll get to that in the spoiler section and up until that point I thought she was an anti-hero because she's not very likable at the beginning of the book and she kills people with reckless abandon like I mean she kills her own people and does not care and I'm like oh, so she's the antihero. We're not supposed to like her. And then she makes a decision and I'm like, what? Now I'm just supposed (laughs) to root for her? Like that, no, there was no like transition, no setup, no nothing. And yeah, I I couldn't get past that. Mm Mm-hmm, okay. 
Interesting. I haven't seen it like that before. Okay. Um, I think I would agree with you in some aspects. I think it was because it was hidden. Like, she does so well of setting her up as an anti-hero that we're not supposed to like what she's doing. Um, I think I just missed that. But, but there was no foreshadow as to why she would make that big decision. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about it more in the spoiler edition. Yeah, okay. Because I have thought, I have thought, but I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, yeah. Another thing that I struggled with in this book... Um, is that we don't really get a whole lot of character description other than like um, Nikolai we know you know where his heart lies I do like he's very much so described well but like the differences between like the princes like uh, what's his name Um, Killian and Damien um, those ones there's a lot of like well their hair was this color or their eyes were this color like I don't really know what they fully look like Mm -hmm. I guess (laughs) so and then like Riven we get a little bit and Sarah how are you Kira who the main character Kira the girl not Kira oh um what's her name and like the, the other shades um, or blades. It's yeah. like, I don't know, they're kind of one dimensional in a way. So they're not very remember like I don't remember them for for their traits. Yeah. These are just little mini things at this point in time, but yeah, that was something that I was like, Oh, I can't really pinpoint what <laughs> You know what? I okay, so the author is indigenous. Mm. And so I just picture people I picture characters, okay, let me start that over. (laughs) Whatever the (laughs) author's race is, that's how I picture her main characters. So I pictured her as an indigenous person. Okay. The cover doesn't, well, maybe. The second book's cover makes her indigenous looking to me. Okay. Our main character. But the first one, I wouldn't say, I I wouldn't say that. So once again, Dawn was just kind of filling in her own blanks there. Dawn. Whoopsies. I know. (laughs) Um, I love a good villain. And I think that a great villain can make a book great and a bad villain can make a book bad. And this book had two villains and both of them were flat. The king and his son. Um, Which son was it? Damien. Damien. Uh-huh. Like Damien yeah. was set up to be great because he has daddy issues. He clearly yeah. is jealous of his brother, his his half brother, because his father favors his younger brother more. Um, he's the classic. If you if you have read Throne of Glass, he's classic Dorian. He gives off Dorian vibes, but Dorian was not a sleaze. Whereas this guy mm-hmm. has an extra element where he hates halflings. Yet he's trying to bang her. So it's uh-huh. like, okay, but the way he does it is just very cartoon villain. It's not done well. And it bummed me out because he's mm-hmm. clearly going to be a major part of the story. And he's, I don't know, like he's going to play a bigger role, I think. Um, if not, maybe that's for the better just because he wasn't developed well at all. But yeah, mm-hmm. I... I noticed bad villains, and this one, these were bad. 
Yeah, he. I think I agree with you. He was set up for success. Like, he made my skin crawl when he would, like, enter in on the page at first. And I was really hoping to see, like, similar to, like, from Blood and Ash with, like, Poppy and, like, her being, like, brutally abused all the time in this really, like, sadistic way. Um, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, he's creepy and, like, terrible um but it just kind of i don't know like that the end of the book there it just got it got to a point where i was like oh okay yeah even with the case i think i'd agree with you there um my next one is only a nitpick though okay Do you have any dislikes yes i have a huge dislike and this is what i was getting at um maybe not maybe i hadn't (laughs) said it before my big dislike, and I hate it when books do this, and this is not the first book to do this, but this book has several questions thrown up in the air. The king has powers, but he's human. How does he have powers? I know he tells his people that the gods have bestowed powers upon him. He can't die. Like, he, he's immortal. That's his power. He hasn't died. Um, Kira has silver eyes. She's mm-hmm. an orphan. Who are her parents? We don't know. None of this is answered. Her best friend. What was her best friend's name? Rihanna. Rihanna. No answer to that at all. (laughs) There were several issues like that. But they weren't. Nothing was answered at the end of the book. And I hate. Mm. Give me one. Just give me one thing that was answered. It angers me so much. And that's why the book went from a 425 to a 4, because we didn't get any answers. Okay. See, and I see that as a ploy to keep reading. Yeah, I get that. But give me one. Can I? I mean, she has like four or five major things going on here and doesn't give me an answer to one of them. Can I get one of them? You weren't satisfied with one of the answers? Uh, No, I guessed that. Oh. Kind of. We'll talk about that in the spoiler edition, but I kind of guessed that. What were you like? You weren't satisfied with that answer? No. Oh, okay. I'll give you, I'll give you the unanswered questions, but I still see it as a, a ploy to keep reading. And maybe if you're not as invested in it, it's kind of like a deterrent for, I don't want to know anymore because you haven't given me any. Okay. okay. That's all my dislikes. Okay, it's nitpicking time. Ashley has issues with this book in certain areas. That's all I'm going to say. Because I said too much. <laughs> I don't know if I would consider that a nitpick. That's a major thing. But we'll get to that in the spoiler edition. It's for me. Okay. It's for me. Do you have any nitpicks? No. Okay, well, Ashley's nitpick is done. I can get off my pedestal now. (laughs) All right. right. Let's get to our likes. Okay. I, one of my really, I really like a good quotable book. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Blair did a really good job of just how they were speaking at times because there were no times where I was like, that was a stupid line or that's an out of character line because I feel like we just read a book like that too, like divine rivals, right? Like it was so beautifully written and like all this other stuff. And then she would throw things in. We're like, what? 
that's not anywhere close to like what is happening. It's not the same context. This isn't the same language. Like, what are we doing here? And um, there were just a lot of quotes within this book that I just thought were beautifully written. Like my favorite one, because it has like a bunch of like question marks is my body is made of scars. Some were done to me, but most I did to myself. And I'm like, is that figuratively? Is that like you you've actually did that to yourself, like actually carved things into your body? Like, you know, because then it touches more on um, some deep like topics, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, oh, like, but she does it very eloquently. And I I like how she's done it because it makes sense. The scars make sense. Yeah. The need for the scars makes sense. You know, it's not yeah. just like she just threw that in there. Um, so anyway, I appreciate that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I Going along with that, I liked her personal struggle with uh, I, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has, like you said, she has a lot of scars and it was figuratively and physically like, and it all has to do with the one big thing that wasn't answered at the end of the book <laughs> that we'll talk about in the spoiler edition. Uh, that is a huge reason why she drinks, but we didn't get any real answers as to why she really drinks. Like, she drinks mm-hmm. because she hates her job, but she has to do it to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I just I did like the whole personal struggle that she had and then, you know, trying to get sober and all that stuff. So I agree with that. Uh, I liked, and this is kind of, we don't have nitpicks for likes, but if if we did have nitpicks for likes, I like the fact that she's not 21, that she's 60. I am so sick of reading these adult fantasies where the main character is under 25 years old. Most of the people reading these books are not in their 20s. Can we at least get a heroine that is older than 30, at least, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Because it was nice to know. Because you could see the um, the maturity in her character, which I appreciated. Because um, that goes along with, like, one of my next slides is, is that she's not a hero that knows all the answers, which I loved. Because, you know, that's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves about some books is like they just all of a sudden magically know what the answer is and how to fix it and it's fine and she doesn't and it's a but she has to like grow through it she has to move through the motions and she has to process everything and it just makes her a really good protagonist because you want to read about how she's evolving into who she is instead of hiding behind who she's not um so I really, really, really like that about the book, for sure. I liked the pacing. I liked their little squad, uh, Sierra and Nikolai and Riven and Kira. Mm-hmm. I liked their little group. They were fun. There was a moment in the book when her and Riven are dancing. I think it's when they go to that that one guy, that gross guy. Oh, yeah. Who had the key. Or a duke or whatever, if you will. And she's, like, laughing. And I'm like, yay, she's laughing. I don't know why that was impactful for me, but maybe because she's just such a sad character and that she was actually having a good time for once. I like that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. This book has a very, like, like Robin Hood feel to it. Yeah. Like, very, a very big part of it is kind of like that. And, like, but the idea of Robin Hood, if you think about it, is, like, he's a lone person that's stealing from the rich to give to the poor. And, like, here is actual um, drive for herself in this book is very much so the same. And she's a lone wolf. And she's constantly by herself. She can't trust anyone with her own truth. Um, and that was something that I like the trope that I love is because like you can't trust anyone with it with any information because everyone's out to get you. And so for her to get that feeling of happiness and acceptance and like what a family is, like I just wanted to hug her. Like there were so many times where I was like, this girl just needs a hug. Like she's probably never been hugged her entire life. And that's probably what she needs. A good old belly laugh, a good old hug too. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I really liked, I really liked that, that whole feel for me. You and disliked, say, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Were you done? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. You disliked the ending, but I liked the ending. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. The last, <laughs> the last page, I was like, oh, hell no. I mean, I... <laughs> Yeah, I like the ending. It really propelled me to want to read book two, but I liked it. No, I did like it. I'm not saying I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm saying that it's some someone's predicted. Oh, That's okay. All. That's all. I predicted it, but not. But not. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, no, I loved it because I was like, way to go, because <laughs> way to go. <laughs> I'm ready to read the next one. I literally went after I finished it. I texted you that I was done. I was all excited, and you never got back to me. I'm like, sorry. I missed it. Was did you did you text that on my birthday? That's why it was my birthday. Did I finish it on your birthday? You said yeah. you said the 17th. I did. I did. That's your fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, just self don't text on on her birthday because she only gets a happy birthday. And that's it. At 8 30 in the morning, she's done. She's I know. For her day. I know. I saw the happy birthday text, then I totally missed your second text. My bad. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Did you have any more likes? No, just overall, like, if this is a good, fast paced book, and I love that it had a freaking plot. Loved that it had an actual plot mm -hmm. that I'm invested in. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. I will be reading, reading book two soon. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our spoiler-free edition of A Broken Blade by Melissa Blair. Our next podcast will be our end of the year funness where we do our top and bottom of the pod. Uh, we will be counting down our top and bottom three this year. And then after that, we'll be talking about our counting. We will be counting down our top and bottom personal books because we do read other books outside of the podcast. All right. If you are leaving us, thank you for joining us and we will catch you in the next podcast. If you are staying, spoilers begin in five, four, three, two, one. All right. Okay. Where so do you want the, well, we, we gotta talk about the big twist okay okay <laughs>
So the big old twist. The big old twist. I had okay. I like to do this stuff when I read fantasies. I like to I like to make predictions. It's fun for me. It's a little game I like to play. And the main one was as soon as what's his name? Killian. Riven. No. Or Killian. The son. The other prince. The other yes. prince. Killian. Yes. Okay. So as soon as he got on uh, on page, I was like, he's the shadow. I guess that he was the shadow. He was not the shadow, but he was in cahoots with the shadow. So technically, I was right. And I was happy about that. And not in a bad, ill, predictable way. It was actually more of a, oh my God, shocker way. Because I thought it was him too. I really did. Mm-hmm. He has too many times where he is like leaving the page just unexpectedly. Where you're like, that's a, that's a weird time. Um, and then, like, questioning her when they would be, like, in the presence of the king and yeah. her brother. I'm like, you know something we don't know? And I mean, you're kind of being obvious, you know? But yeah. I was like, I was happy, though, that he wasn't the shadow, but that he was in cahoots with the shadow. Oh, yeah, I was happy. And you know what? And I, I, and I was paying attention, but I was just like, man. So when Riven would disappear, especially at that last party, Riven disappeared. And Nikolai didn't seem to care that he disappeared. He was just like, I don't know. He wasn't like, oh my God, where is he? That should have been a red flag. And I I was just like, yeah, whatever. That means nothing. Oh, man. But he disappeared a lot. <laughs> he disappeared a lot. He did. So I just, it was just done so well because like nobody else was freaking out. No one was saying anything. I just thought like, oh, well, that's okay. He's supposed to be gone. Yeah. No, it was him, you know. Why um, do you then, think he banged her at the end? We don't get oh. Riven's point of view, which is like, it's not a bad thing that we don't get his point of view. But just for me as the reader, I want to know why mm-hmm. he did that. I think, I think, and this is me personally, I think that Riven has a higher title in the fake community okay. than we are given. And so I think it's the syndrome of, I want you to know me before you really know who I am or what comes with knowing who I am. Because Kira is such a, de- this is just a hypothesis. She's so delicate right now because her whole world of what she's known to be true is like torn upside down, right? You know, the phase, and the elves that she's been murdering are currently thriving and well in their own land that is like hidden from the rest of um wherever this land is called elventh or whatever it is um i can't even elvrath is rule is that how you say it girl i don't remember yeah. elvrath um but you know, there's an alliance with the Dark Fae. The Dark Fae's live in the West and don't care much about the politics in Elvarath. And that's like um, the king, um, Anian, or whatever his name is. You know, he's the one that rules there. Um, and they just want to be left alone. They're also trying to help the halflings. <coughs> oh, no. Wait, totally different. The Mortal I'm like so confused in my notes. Anyway, but her whole entire world kind of gets thrown upside down. And I think that there's, he's being real with her 
based on what they're feeling in these moments right now. But I think that there's something else that's boiling under the surface. And so I think he banged her because it's, I don't, I feel like she, he needed to show her that who he was isn't a lie or something. I don't know. I could be pulling from a left field right now, but that is my thoughts. Okay. So another thing that I noted is when they kissed early on in the book before she knew who he was, he made it seem like he was drawn to her. Like, are they like mated or something? Well, if I know anything about Faze, mated is a thing. Being drawn to people is a thing. But I think it has something to do with her heritage. I think that her heritage um, sparked an awareness with him that's deeper than what we know. Oh, okay. So we're just going to... Of course, we're theorizing that she was born of the last Fae Queen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like, clearly, that's where... That's at least what I thought. I yeah. was like, oh, well, surely. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, I think he's just been... Like, similar... Okay, now I'm going to say it. It's similar to Roan and, a- and Aileen. Like, they... It's the same thing. Like, they have, they're drawn, but they don't understand what the higher power is that is in control of all that. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Um, so to me, that's why I said I think he banged her because he is part of something else. Okay. And he's trying to like, you know, go with his feelings, if you will, versus like, no, I can't or no, I don't know. But yeah, they're definitely mated in some capacity. If you want to talk fey rules, y- y'all got mates. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. So, again, it was a, the reason why it was a nitpick is because, like, I saw her getting hurt. Like, that, that part right there. I saw him leaving, and I saw that it was going to hurt her. And I was like, no. Now, you gotta go through the whole first part of the next book. She's gonna be pissed because he left, didn't talk to her. Like, that's, like, one of my big, I don't like that. And I know why. But it's one of those, like, tropes that I've read so many times that I hate. (laughs) So it's not that I didn't appreciate the twist because it's done in a way that I didn't know. But the one catalyst of it, I'm like, it had to be him. He had to just leave and he's nowhere to be found. No one's seen him. He's gone again, shadowing away. Like, (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's why. That's why Dawn. Can we talk um, about Brenna? Okay, Brenna. Yes. What do you think their big secret is? So she was in love with her. They were like more than friends. They were lovers. Yeah. Okay, and so how did she die? Why did she die? What? Did you miss that whole part? She didn't explain anything. She gave a half. She only told him a little bit. She didn't tell him the whole thing. Yeah, I I know she didn't tell him the whole thing. I think, okay, so um, when it came down to them choosing the king's blade, it could only be one of them. It could not be both of them. Because they were, I think it's because they were scared of their power together, but blades also are always supposed to go in pairs. They're never supposed to be by themselves. 
Did you catch that in the yeah. book? How they're supposed to always. So I think that Damien, he started um, abusing Brenna as a way to get to Kira in some twisted way because he knew that they were both like in love with each other and were there to the end and he didn't like it. So therefore he was manipulating her sexually. I'm pretty sure because he does it to the other girl and like keeps her for hours or whatever. And he's sick and twisted. And then um, I think that Kira had to push her to her death. That's what I think too. I think she must've had to kill her to prove her loyalty or something, or he was going to do something. And she's just like racked with guilt. I think that she had to make the choice that it was for the best that like she was the stronger of them to be able to carry out their plan to take out the king because that was their plan all along was to set free the halflings and everything and so I think she carries the guilt of getting her killed is her biggest guilt that she carries but I I when I read it, though, it was a little confusing because I'm like, did she push her or did he push her? Yeah, I like, don't know. We don't know. She doesn't really say. Now it's going to make me open it, isn't it? Yeah, it I'm is because say. she doesn't say. She says, she tells Riven something, but she doesn't tell him the whole story. And she says that. And that revelation of her and Brenna were plotting to kill the king comes after her big decision and as i was saying my first dislike is that when she meets riven and nikolai she's like yeah let's let's plot to kill the king and like where'd this come from this just comes out of nowhere well it doesn't come out of nowhere but the foreshadow doesn't come until the last quarter of the book well that shouldn't have happened it should have come before that because that would have set her set up her her big switch to wanting to kill the king yeah yeah, and I, I, I get you because it was too soon. It was too soon for that. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find. Well, they're talking on page two fifty eight. There's like a a flashback. Here it was <clears throat> three sixty six. I'm gonna read it. It was Prince Damien. He took a liking to Brenna. He thought she bested him before he before she came to the order. He never forgave her for it. He had a habit of reminding her, even with the protection of the order, that doesn't mean much when the crown prince has interest in an initiate. Damien eventually caught on um, that we were more than peers. He convinced the king it was dangerous for a shade to love something more than the crown, and it tainted our abilities to make us, made us unusable. The king realized that he'd rather have one talented shade he knew would obey than two. Damien made the decision and then carved that mark on my back so I would always remember I was the one who lived while Brenna was the one who paid the price. Um, but they, yeah, she doesn't so say why. Know, how? We don't know. Um, but they, but she keeps referencing like, like a, like she fell over or she pushed her over something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i don't know again i don't i'm not sure i'm assuming um 
uh, I'm assuming that she had to push her. Because I feel like, um, I feel like she was so scared of Damien that she just made that choice to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Now, now I'm confused because she does say that she doesn't share everything with him. Like she still has hidden secrets. Yeah. With her. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're over here trying to solve a puzzle piece. It's I know. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but I really liked, um, I do like that she waited to share because it was like something that I was waiting for and we still didn't get all the answers, but I was happy with the answers that we did get because obviously that was the biggest pain for her, right? You know, that was the biggest scar upon her. Um, but I loved that like Sierra um, sees her pain and doesn't tell her like, straighten up buttercup you'll be fine you know she basically tells her like you carry like such a weight with you and it means you know that like your um what makes you human what makes you still have a heart is because of how you carry those people with you instead of like just going oh well it's fine because it it hurts her every time um that she has to kill someone and there was a quote too about how you know, Sierra tells her that she's not an executioner because an executioner knows that the person that is being executed has been given a rightful trial because Kira calls herself an executioner. And she's like, no, you're not someone who just executes people like that. There's a difference because an executioner knows that a trial has been given and that's what their sentence is. You have to make a choice based on what's best for what's happening right now. To help bring her back to humanity, I guess. So she's not being seen as a killer all the time. Or a masochist, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, so I like that about her. I also totally thought that her and Nikolai were together. And I was like, he is too flamboyant for Sierra. <laughs> Come to find out it's his cousin. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So, do you have any predictions for the next book, I guess? Um, well, I had predicted that, what was the name of her aide? I thought she was going to die. I thought Damien was going to kill her and that that was going to be the catalyst for her to, like, just lose her shit and just take out everybody in her way. I still she think brought, that girl's gonna die somehow. No, but she brought sand into the bedroom because she can't freaking leave. I know. That and that's so, what happens. It made me tear up because I was like, oh my goodness, like this is like she literally can't leave because of a curse. Yeah. But that's what they do in books like this. When they introduce a child, even though the girl is 19 and she acts like she's 12. When they introduce Mm -hmm. a child into any book, any fantasy book, they typically kill off that kid to, Mm -hmm. and that drives the main character to become the big hero at the end or to, you know, make moves and stop feeling bad. You know what I mean? Uh, But so I I thought that was going to happen. I still do think that's going to happen. I think the king, because he's immortal, 
I feel like he's got some sort of Voldemort situation where he hates himself and therefore he takes his his hatred out on people who are like him. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he is half Fae or something. or It's got in his family line. Because he is not blessed by the gods. He, he's he got Fae blood or elf blood or something where he can or live. Yeah, or he like sold his soul or whatever it was, you know, very similar to Voldemort, you know, where it's like you can only survive on it for so long until it eats you alive. Yeah. You know, so... I see that. I also see that, you know, Gwen is going to die. I really do. It's terrible. But I'm like, I really think that she's going to be our, our next victim. <laughs> um, and I think Damien's going to kill her. And I think that it's going to be something to do with, like, um, him taking it out on Killian, potentially, right? Because, like, Killian is the bookworm. Killian is the one that's super-duper smart. Um and he's, I, I think that something's going to happen between the brothers. And oh, of course. And Gwen's going to get caught in the middle of it. That's what I think. I um, think the head of the Blades, what's her name? Oh. I really uh, wish I'd have written these people's names down. I don't remember. But y'all know who I'm talking about. I think she's going to have to make a choice. I don't know what choice that's going to be. I don't know if she's going to choose the king or if she's going to choose halflings, but I feel like she's yeah. going to play a bigger role somehow. Maybe she's going to be a saboteur. I thought Colin, was that his name? Yeah. I for sure thought he was a saboteur. I was like, that that yeah. kid is, I don't trust him. Somebody. I just didn't mm-hmm. trust him, but they kicked yep. him out. And he might, you know... He might know all their secrets and go back to the king and Damien and be like, um, this is what's up. He could be a double agent. I think so. I think Riven, like I said before, I think he has a hidden backstory. Um, I don't think that he's just one of the three amigos and that his uncle is king and blah, 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 like all this other stuff. I really don't. I think it's a little bull honky. I do. <laughs> yeah, it, it never occurred to me that that could be the case. Did he actually tell her how old he was? Because she kept asking him, how old are you? And he was just like, I'm close to your age. He's older. He's older than yeah. her. There was a part where he's, where she finally figured it out. He's older than her. I don't remember where it is, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's way older. <laughs> uh-huh. Which me, I'm like, Tink, hello. Ronin. Yep. Mm-mm. Those are Mm-mm. all my theories. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else. I do like the fact that this book, like, even though it reminds me of some other, like, fantasies that we've read, it still has its own tone its own story like and i like that about it because i can't really compare it to something else whereas like there were a few books that we read this year that's like oh it's just another blah blah blah, and we've already read that story so yeah. kudos to you melissa blair yeah because this is uh i think only like the second or third book this year that i've been like i want to read book two <laughs> it's sad it's but it's true i yeah <laughs> 
you know I don't finish series, so. Yep. Unless she really wants to. Which isn't very often. All right, do you have anything else you want to say in the spoiler edition? No, ma'am. I just, I'm literally actively reading book two, so. All right. I'll let you all know. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for the spoiler edition of A Broken Blade. Our next podcast will be our tops and bottoms of the pod. We didn't read that many books, so it's, it's cool. You'll get to hear more thoughts about those books in the next podcast. Until then, we'll see you in the next podcast. Good night.